My name is Shayna Riggins, and you're tuning in to Investing in Internships. I have been interning since I was 15 years old, and each internship taught me skills, gave me insight, and helped me develop as a professional and as a person. Investing in Internships is a collection of my thoughts, interviews with other professionals, and lessons on how to navigate the industry as a young person. While I was interning, I often asked, how do I get the most out of this internship? So I've created this podcast to share what I've learned and help ambitious young people navigate the intern experience. Let's get into it and invest in internships. And welcome back to another episode of Investing in Internships with yours truly, Shana Riggins. I'm currently with the lovely Renee Grant, who is the Director of Academic Opportunities at Hobart Owens with Colleges. We will be discussing how you can use your identity and experience to your advantage as interns and people new to the professional world, as well as higher education and the decisions that you will have to make after undergrad. But before we jump into our discussion, I will, as you know, do a mini career profile of Renee. So Renee got her bachelor's degree in social science at Ramabo College. She then went on to attain her master's degree in higher education and administration at Rowan College. She completed several roles as a student residence coordinator at several colleges, as well as at Hobart Owens Colleges. She was the Associate Director of Intercultural Affairs on campus, as well as the HEOP Program Counselor. And now she resides as Director of Opportunity Programs on campus. Um, so thank you so much for coming on to the show today. And I just wanted to ask if there was anything that I missed from your professional profile. Could you speak a little bit about yourself and your role here on campus? Sure. I mean, I think you got a lot of it. Um, most of it. I am, so I've been at the colleges for about six years. Um, I've worked in higher ed professionally since like 2011. So that's 10 years if my math is math and right. Um, <laughs> and um, at different institutions and things of that nature, um, here being the longest so far actually, which is exciting, really exciting to think about. Um, just working through housing and cultural affairs, like you said, and currently as the director for opportunity programs is, been really exciting. I also currently serve on the Geneva City School Board, um, and I serve as the vice chair for the um, the board for Child and Family Resources, which is a nonprofit in Geneva. Oh, that's awesome! And fun fact: Renee and I actually share the same middle school from Brooklyn, New York. We Skyler, Skyler, much is required um so that is awesome that i found that out um my first year at hws shout out um, to Dr. skylar out here in brooklyn new york <laughs> exciting <laughs> it is um and secondly i know that uh you are not far off from being a student pursuing a degree what do you think are the most important skills to graduate with into the professional world Mm. Discipline and time management. Mm. 
<laughs> I, I I think that I'm a big believer that your college, at least your undergrad experience, is a little bit more about personal development than it is about like academic and professional development. I think there's so much that encompasses the college experience, right? And I mean, we'll, we all develop personally in all walks of life and all the different experiences that we have. Um, but it's one of the things where I feel like the majority of your academic, your undergraduate career is more about sort of coming into your own, learning who you are, right? And then learning how you manage things and how you work and what works best for you, whether it's what study skills work best for you, what time skills work best for you, what um, what passions you have, right? And what do you enjoy doing with your, with your time and whatnot? And how do you balance your time, right? Because time management is such a big hefty part of being a college student and so I think a lot of that comes from the undergraduate experience right um and then follows through to your regular regular life right adulthood well is trash but <laughs> oh boy what am I what am I graduating into <laughs> adulting is hard i i will never lie and say that it's not it's hard it's hard work um and a lot of those skills that i think that we build in in undergrad i think help with that process right and it doesn't make it any less hard but i think it helps you if you can carry that with you through your life i think there's a lot of great benefits to adulting and um there's fun parts to it as well. So let me not be completely down on the adulting piece, but you know, there's definitely fun parts, but it's a lot of work and it's a lot of time, it's a lot of energy. And um, it's just, it, it can be a lot. So that's that's what I'll say about that. <laughs> definitely. And I think even me being in my senior year and like reflecting back onto high school so i went to um boarding school so i lived independently and i had to gain some discipline even mm -hmm. though my high school was structured for the institution to sort of be like a parent but then going to college where i really had to have that mm -hmm. discipline for myself and like self-motivate in order to go in the direction i wanted to go in senior yeah. year now like i'm reflecting on all of that and deciding like what like values and what skills that I could apply to like my new circumstance wherever that may be yeah. so yeah I I definitely I, I agree and yeah. um I know that uh I, I mentioned think, uh, sorry <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off but I think that's you know something you said was really really important and I think that you learned from that high school experience right and the truth of the matter is we're not always going to be motivated we're not always going to um want to do the work and get up at um you know whatever time in the morning or stay up late to work with files and to help friends or whatever we're not always going to want to do that the motivation is not always going to be there and i heard an interesting um quote recently and i think it's something we all struggle with but it's like that point where motivation is lacking is where we need to find the discipline to like push ourselves through right until that motivation comes around again i think it's important for us to take breaks and to take to you know to do self-care and to do what works for us to sort of recharge and regenerate and things in that nature but if the motivation is not lacking there's still things to do you have to, we have to have the discipline and i think that's part of what college teaches us right and it's the you know and and what your your boarding school experience might have taught you as well is just the, having the discipline to say i don't want to do this but i gotta do it if i <laughs> want to get this great right or if i right. want to 
get this paycheck, right? Or I want to do all the things that I want to do, right? If I want to be able to be financially free or whatever the case may be, like it's going to be work and I got to put the work in. So what does right. that, what, how do we discipline ourselves to, to do that work when it's needed? I agree. It's definitely about envisioning something better for yourself and like thinking about those things that, uh, of, that you want your future self to be, mm-hmm. um, to get you through those like, pumps of not really wanting to do the things that you have to do in that moment. Oh, that's something I'm going to take with me for sure from this interview. (laughs) And you also, you graduated with your master's in higher education and administration. And I know that a lot of students, including myself, debate if you want to complete, if I want to complete another degree immediately after college or later in life so if you were to complete your higher education over again would you change any decisions you made um and like what was that process of thinking of like what your next steps would be after you graduated probably be less stubborn (laughs) (laughs) um so I did, I did go, I did go into grad school sort of right after grad, but I got to tell you something, I did not want to. Like mm. I was dead set on not going to grad school. I was like, I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it. Um, and y'all can't make me. Literally it was where my head was at. Um, and I remember my senior year of college and I wasn't like doing the thing where you're like looking for jobs and you're trying to figure out what's next and where you're going to be, where you're going to live, what you're going to do. Right. Cause I also was dead set on not going back home right now because anything was wrong with home but I was like I've already like developed this sense of freedom being out on my own for four years like I don't want to go back (laughs) I just wanted to be me and do me and like whatever and I um I was interning in my in the residence life office at my undergrad institution and um just began to really like the work, right? Just really like what I was doing and engaging with the students and doing the behind the scenes housing stuff. Like it was all just really fun for me, right? Um, And so I ended up finding a job that um, was a graduate position. Um, And this job was perfect. Like it was in housing. It was what I was going to need to do. They were going to give me housing. They were going to, you know, give me a meal plan, set me up right, give me a paycheck. I was like, well, okay now I can do this. Right. (laughs) Um, so I go in for the interview and nailed it. Like not to toot my own horn or anything, but I did. And they wanted, they wanted me to start. And I was like, okay, cool. So when can I start? They're like, well, when, um, have you received your acceptance letter to grad school? I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what? No, it's like, it's a grad position. So you you need to be in grad school in order to accept the position. And I was like, I, I don't wanna go. And so I'd gone back, um, I got, I went back to undergrad because I, you know, I traveled to the interview and I was talking to my mentor, I was telling her all about it. And I was like, so maybe the next job will be for me or whatever. And she was like, wait, what? <laughs> she literally looked at me and said, you stupid. <laughs> like, she was like, wait, why? Why would you not? This is like the perfect job for you. And all you have to do is go to school. And if I went to school, they would pay for my school as well. And so, so pay for school, give me housing, give me a meal plan, a job and a paycheck. That sounds like a life. (laughs) Right? 
all you gotta do is go to school. So, um, and I think it was just the kick in my ass that I needed, right? Like at that point to just, cause there's sometimes, and I and I, I say this a lot of times where I say, I tell people to find their people and find folks that are not like, just gonna agree with every decision that they make, right? You gotta find someone that will, will check you when you're making stupid decisions. So, um, and I, I'll forever be grateful for that, right? I'll forever be grateful for that conversation because it le- it literally got my ass in gear and I applied for grad school um, and like just, just barely missed the deadline to apply and get in. And it was just like, okay, cool. Okay, so now we can hire you. And it was one of the best experiences that I had, right? So w- if I could do it differently, would I have? Um, I would just be less stubborn, right? And it would be more of like, let's do this because it was an amazing experience. I met some really great people. Um, I gained a lot of really wonderful professional skills and network and I like, it was just great, right? And um, I had some challenges with finishing my degree. And I think this is one of the times that really taught me a lot about persistence and the the, ch- the the discipline, right? When the motivation lacks, right? So I was in a two-year program that started in 2019. So I was supposed to graduate in 2011. I did not actually graduate, finish until 2018, <laughs> right? And it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I, you know, I had some family emergencies that happened really close to my end of my graduate school career and it stalled some things and then I had my thesis but life keeps moving even when all these things are happening in our lives right even when like everything else is falling apart life just keeps moving and you have to sort of like move with it so I started my I had already gotten towards the end of my career we do the thing again where you're a senior in graduate school and you have to like apply for jobs right so I was doing that at the same time that I was going through these family things and so I'd gotten a job um set out into the job started it got my apartment did a whole thing and then um things just took a back burner and a back burner and i did some work and i got some feedback that wasn't the best and it really hurts your soul when they tell you that all the hard work that you're doing and you get like a c or a d and you're like wait i just like poured my whole heart and soul but it's just like again it's that moment of checking you and putting you back into like this is not your best work and i had to i had to do that um so life just kept on happening <laughs> i kept it was one job and then it was another job and it was marriage then it was a kid then it was this and it was like i need to finish this and i had some really really good friends of mine my very best friends in the entire universe would troll me every single time they saw me right and they were like oh so you over there with one and a half degree, what you doing? <laughs> and oh my I, goodness. It was like, but again, it's one of those things where it like, it, it kicks your ass, it kicks you in gear. Um, sorry, I don't know if you should be saying, cursing in here, okay. my bad. But anyway, but like, it's one of those things where even my best friends in the world, right, wanted, I know they want what's best for me. Like, I know that that's the goal. And as much as trolling sucks and it hurts, it's like, I finished the degree though, right? And I actually got it done and it's it's over with and it's like tough love. Yeah, they tough won't best for you. And I think it's so um like when you were telling your story, it just sort of came full circle of how 
you found the value in discipline and that's what allowed you to complete your uh, second degree like despite all of the challenges it was the discipline um and then you also mentioned surrounding yourself with people that will check you which i think is important especially in college when there's so many decisions to be made mm -hmm. and maybe you're not going on the right path maybe like a student's not going on the right path and you need your friends to pull rein you back in and remind you of the vision you have for yourself Absolutely. so yeah i think i think that's that was thank you for sharing that thank you for sharing that that was really inspiring yeah because i know like when you when you enter life after undergrad life will continue happening despite the, the primary vision you had for yourself exactly like, life happens um, and i think that's important for students yeah. to know it's not going to be set in the way that you think it will be and you sort of have to just like roll with the punches you know yep. You got to take it as it comes and do what you can and work with the cards that you've been dealt in the best way that you can, right? Mm. And see what the original path that you might have had for yourself won't, might not be the path, right? Like I was fully and wholeheartedly a res lifer, as I call it, right? A person that like loved residence life and, and I still do, right? And wanted to do residence life for the rest of my life, right? And I, um, you know, I had all these thoughts and ideas of how I would progress in residence life and all the stage, stages or whatever in housing. And, um, you know, I think that as we grow and as we learn and as we, again learn more about who we are because that learning who we are does not stop in the undergraduate experience it doesn't stop what it like it literally is day by day every day you learn something about yourself right and um as i've you know my experience has brought me through right i realized sort of the work i saw a need and i or you know i saw a need i saw uh something that i wanted to do differently right and while the the joy and the love that i still have for residence life is there right building meaningful connections is important to me um and not always possible within the work that i was doing so um wanting to change that and so i moved over to intercultural affairs and i had a really great time there right i had a really wonderful time building positive connections with students not that i didn't before but just even more positive connections um with students that i identified with and i felt close to and that i was like i want to support and, and move forward in this and uh it had opened up it's opened up new doors for me right. to be in this space and in this world that i'm in now which is truly truly amazing you know a whole new world of things that i didn't that i hadn't sort of like had my mind on or opened my mind to back then right mm -hmm. and um but here i am and it's it's been yeah. a wonderful ride yeah i think that's that's great and that's actually transformed like the skills that you attained and the 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 value you saw in the role um, within Residence Life translated to the Intercultural Affairs, which actually brings us to the next question. You are very involved with HOP and um, diversity and equity work, just like making spaces for that conversation in the Intercultural Fair House, just with your presence. I know that I'm very comfortable speaking with you, um, other students, many other students that I've spoken to speak just very highly of just you making spaces like a home and like feel comfortable and um i just wanted to know like 
what do you say to students who are like owning and exploring their identity um, and how how did you find your yourself expressing um, your thoughts in, in the professional world as well as finding spaces within the company um, the companies or institutions that you work for like what would you say to students because I know that you touched on identity um, and like you finding yourself uh, like through from undergrad passing on to adulthood um, how do you manage exploring and and defining your identity while you are also finding your career yeah um our identities don't leave us right in in our day-to-day -day, right in the spaces that we occupy we're still who we are we carry that with us wherever we go and so i do think it's important to continue to explore your identities you know whichever parts of it you want to right um identify most with or you know what does that look like I think it's important to do that, right? I had a conversation with a student once that was concerned about, you know, not being able to be themselves around a particular group of people that they, you know, became involved with, right? And how they felt more like themselves with, you know, one group of folks that, you know, they came in with and, you know, they, they had similar experiences and whatever case may be. And I said, well, we decide the versions of ourselves that we present to the world in different spaces. We decide who we are in different spaces. And I think that one of the beautiful things that I think that I, I find with identity is we also decide like who I am, like the way that I explained it to, to the student was, I feel like I am being myself with here like here at my job right while i'm at work i do feel like i am being who i am like i'm being authentic to the person i am the values that i i have or um the way that i see things right and i think authenticity and integrity are important and really um integral in the work that we do right i also know that i'm being authentic and not who i am when i am with my friends behind closed doors now those two people might do two different people, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but neither one of them is any less of who I am, right? Because I think mm -hmm. it's more about like, I'm just as much of a professional as I am the like, doing hood rat shit with my friends, right? Like, you know, that, that piece <laughs> of it, right? So I can run a meeting and do the things and have the conversations and be the mentor and still transition and go and be my best self doing all the things that I will not say on a public podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but that's, but that's okay, right? Because those are two different settings and, but they're both who, we, who I am. And I think that's the important piece for us to figure out for ourselves um, as we're exploring our identities and as we're exploring is it's the, the person that we are. I don't wanna say the version of ourselves that we, we portray. I don't necessarily equate it with code switching too much, right? But I think it's more of how can I bring the authenticity of who I am to the work that I do, right? And I do that in the, in the conversations that I have with students. Like I try my Perfect. best to be as transparent and real as possible, right? Because that's 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 important to me. That's important for folks to see, right? And that's important for us to have real conversations, right? Whether or not 
you're gonna like the way it sounds, right? That might not not you know always happen, right? I did not like the way something sounded what came to me along my life, but it was always influential into my life, right? And it's always you know helped me grow just a little bit. Um, and so I think that's important for me, right? That brings my the authenticity for me to my role here and the work that I do with students and mentoring and. Um, and just advising and stewardship and things of that nature, right? The recognizing the real and challenging parts of life, like to be able to say, yeah, adulting is trash and I don't wanna do it. <laughs> but you know what? We kind of have to do it and we kind of have to graduate. <laughs> and I know that you can do great things and be great things. So let's see how we can get you there, right? That's a real conversation, right? And it's acknowledging um, the realness of something, but also encouraging, hopefully encouraging you to keep moving and pushing on and, and, and realizing the ability that you have. Um, and I think both are important, or all of it's important, however those conversations lie. Yeah, authenticity is truly important. And I think that that's one of the values that I will keep with me, especially for the wanting to go into media and entertainment. Uh, that it's not known for authenticity and I feel like mm -hmm. they need people that have that value like that keep that value when going into the career because I know things can change and then your priorities and your values change but that is important to me that I be myself in order to authentically tell other people's stories I need to be able to authentically tell my own first um, so that's something I'm working on for sure and um that is one of my last questions. Um, so I will be yeah. thanking you so much um, okay. for taking the time to um, let me explore your background and your insight. Um, but I always ask a signature, signature question um, to the guests that I interview. Um, and my question to you is, what advice would you give to students who also want to pursue a career in higher education? I, my first step was gonna be like, don't do it, but <laughs> do it, do it. I, right? I think it's amazing. I love the work that I do, right? I love um, working with college students. And I think that I'm always very <clears throat> intentional and specific that that's the group that I want to work with, right? I've had others, I've had folks that have told me, um, oh, you should be a teacher, right? Or you should, you know, work with high schoolers or middle schoolers, you'd be great. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's just <laughs> not. It's just not the same for me, right? And so for me, it was identifying the age group that I wanted to work with, which was me, which has made transitioning to different um, departments or specialties or whatever, seamless for me because I'm still working with the same age group, right? And so I think identifying your, for yourself what is important to you. What, if if higher education is what you want to go into, fantastic, right? What is it that you enjoy about higher education? Why, why do you want to do this work, right? Um, many people will tell you that it is not for the money, right? Because it's education and we already know how pay works in education, right. just keeping it real. Mm -hmm. So there has to be more driving you, right? Yes, it's a paycheck, mm -hmm. but is it giving you purpose? And how is that purpose um, 
being applied in your life, right? And so I think that's the the piece that I would, that's the advice that I would give is how would you find purpose in this work, right? How would you find the motivation to like get up every day and do the things that you do? Because I promise you when you get that paycheck and you see all that Uncle Sam had taken out of it and all the work that you did, you're gonna be like, but why are we doing this to ourselves, right? <laughs> but, you know, it, when you truly enjoy the work that you do, like that's what makes it worth it, I think. And that's what makes you wanna come the next day and do something else. I enjoy the fact that no, I don't think any two days are the same for me, right? Um, every student is different and has a different story and a different um, viewpoint and place. And I think listening to the stories of students is also important, right? And knowing, what a student student is coming with and how I can be um, a vehicle or an engine to help move them on to the next great thing that they're going to do, right? Because they've done a great thing by coming to us, right? And getting here at HWS and or any college, right? You know, right. that they that they're at, right? They they've done that great thing because that in and of itself is a feat, right? College is not for everyone. Um, and some have cho chosen other paths, which is really all well and great, right? But the hard work, and I don't know what you remember about your college application process, but it was a stressful time, right? It sure was. <laughs> it was a Ooh, stressful, exactly. It was a stressful time. And so you've done all this hard work to get here, right? And I want to acknowledge that, that you're coming in with all these great things and attributes and knowing that you're going to do a lot of hard work here and move on to the next thing. And how can I help with that process? Um, and so if you're going to higher education, I, I would encourage anyone that wants to to do that um to find out where do they want their fingerprint like what do they want to do with it how does it apply purpose in in their life right um what do they see being the benefit of it for them and for others um yeah i think yeah. that would be that is great <laughs> yeah and i think overall outside of higher education, both inside and outside, find your people. <laughs> it is Definitely. important. It is important. Finding your people is so important. So important. Yes, find your people. Um, because on the days when you don't want to do it anymore, <laughs> they will be helpful. Yeah, definitely. And I'm really happy that I was able to find some of those people in life that that can support me in doing what I need to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no matter how how lacking of of motivation I am in the moment. So mm -hmm. that is something that will stick with me. And I hope I find more of my people post post undergrad. Um Absolutely. just to share, you know, share my vision. Hopefully we share like intersecting visions so that we can help each other out. I love mm -hmm. community. So yeah, I agree. And that advice is great. Even even though my my vision of myself right now is not to be in higher education, I can see some of those um, some of the advice you gave applied to to my my own um, career that I want to pursue in terms of like where your fingerprint is at. That was so poetic. <laughs> so I, I can't take credit for that. I think that came from personal empowerment. <laughs> but <Okay>. yes, <laughs> well, but you know, we take these little gems with us along our way. We pass Definitely. them around and we see 
you know how it works so definitely so yes thank you thank you so much Renee thank for you. taking the time out of your day this was and fun thank you yeah <laughs> yeah I'm so excited I'm so excited that I started investing in internships um because it's important that people understand that experience matters and it can help you navigate like what you want to do and what purpose you want for yourself and what vision you have for yourself so um it's great to have people like you that have experience and insight and advice that can be applied to people that are listening it's i i appreciate it so much so thank you once again um and i will be tuning out of investing in internships Yay. Yeah. thank you thank you this has been fun